The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out Draft Day 2.0 starting August 9th at noon Pacific. Ryan Real Money Kramer will begin drafting for 24 hours straight. Fantasy Football Marathon will raise money for Daryl, a loyal listener who was injured in a motorcycle accident. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day for more details. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, you're going to hear me say this every week, basically, until September. It's a big weekend in horse racing. Why? Because Saratoga's running, Delmar's running. You have big race weekends. And this this weekend, it's a big one. It's the Whitney. That's right. The Whitney Stakes is this weekend. We got a nice little stakes card. And uh, how's it going? I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. And you know, I don't come along wolves travel in packs i've got with me i'm gonna slip up and call him murphy a million times because that's his name on discord but mr greg Callawag, a great handicapper multiple uh uh nhc qualifier um usually if he's on a horse and i'm not it means that i'm wrong and he is right so be honored we have him here greg man how's it going today it's going good, man. Thanks for the introduction. Although I will say I have been so cold recently, not even I want to play what I bet. I think I've only seen you cold one time, and that was when I was fortunate enough to go against you in a uh, in a head-to-head in, the, in our March Madness uh, a couple of years ago. Like it was, I was, I did not expect to make it out of that one alive, but somehow I think it was Chess Chief. I think Chess Chef Chess Chief pulled me through it. Oh, so you want to? Do you want to help settle a debate real quick before uh, before we start? All right. There was a there was a big to do amongst friends yesterday regarding what constitutes early speed. What's your definition of early speed? I would probably just say early speed. Um, like if I were looking at a horse with early speed, probably always first at at least the first two base calls is probably what I would I would probably say is early speed. Okay, so. Not a Fordly place, but like definitely like on the lead is your yeah. Pretty much that's, on pretty much on the lead, yes. That's that's mine. That's mine as well. Um, we never, you know, miss a shot, chance to uh, take a shot at Mark Capitan on the show. He he had a wildly different explanation. Um, we fought tooth and nail over it. He might have insinuated that he had sex with my wife uh because of it. Uh and I laid down the law, damn it. Um because no one has sex with my wife, including me. All right. Let's talk the Whitney card. What we're going to do is we are going to go through the late pick four on Saturday. It starts with race nine, the test. It's a seven furlong grade one. And it's for three for three-year-old Phillies. Uh, post time is 5.07 Eastern. So get in, get your pick four wagers in that we're going to help talk you through. Uh, I, I thought this was an interesting little race. And I mean, 
if Saratoga lives up to the nickname of Graveyard of Champions, then we, we've got one to take down here. Uh, you know, drawn the one hole with uh, Matarea uh, for uh, Brad Cox, the Godolphin horse with uh, Flavian Pratt up. But what are you thinking? Are you taking your shot against or are you just leaning into the favorite? So I am just going to lean into the favorite. I I didn't think there was anyone here other than her that really interested me. I guess the only one who I kind of other looked at was uh, the number five, November Rain. Kind of lightly raced two wins at Saratoga. I went back and I've kind of looked through those two-year-old uh, races, but those horses just suck. So I, I really don't know who she's beaten. Um, on Thorographs, she got a pretty big number last time that could be competitive with Matareya. So, um, I mean, that was kind of the only thing that really stuck out for me. And I mean, she is kind of lightly raced still, you know, all things considered, but I don't think she's going to end up being Matareya. If anything, I'd probably maybe use an Exacta like Matareya on top and then November Rain, especially because November Rain is 10 to 1. I think you might get good value play that way. But for the purpose of like a pick four, I'm probably just going to single Matareya and move on. Yeah, I, I think Greg's got the, the right idea here. I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to go different, uh, Bo, but I will point out we got a single. Um, yes, I'm, I'm single. I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now Got to get James in. Um, so, I mean, if you have a two to five favorite, you you either have to single or you have to just completely be against. I'm going to completely be against. I think that this post draw actually hurt Matarea quite a bit. I hate that inside post draw at seven furlongs. And I, I do think he might be a little bit vulnerable given the pace scenario. Uh, you actually mentioned the horse I'm going to use as my top pick. My top pick. I mean, Matarea been a champion but nothing lasts forever in the cold november rain so i'm going with number five november rain uh i like the steady improve uh for kelly breen gets uh gets saturday i i rad ortiz not wednesday or thursday i rad saturday i rad and uh so i'm gonna be win betting that five and i'm playing a spready exact at two five with two three five seven and then horizontally i'm two three five seven because if i'm gonna take my shot to beat him i want as many bullets in the money gun as, as possible you know as possible so um Regardless of what happens here, one of us is going to be terribly wrong and the other one is going to be terribly right. Remember what I said about Greg, usually being right and me usually being wrong. So it's a quick race, but we move on to what is the, the main course in this pick four, the Whitney. That's how you have to pronounce it. It's, it's WH Whitney, like cool whip. Um, it's a mile and an eighth. It is for four-year-olds. It is a $1 million purse. Uh, this is an interesting race, I think. I think it's a really interesting race. What direction did you go with this? Yeah, I thought the uh, the Whitney came out really interesting. Um, I I actually kind of, even though this is only a six-horse field, I actually kind of struggled picking a horse. Um, as far as the favorite life is good as concerned, I, I really always thought that Into Mischiefs, or kind of distance limited to like nine furlongs. And even though Life is Good has won at nine furlongs before, it was at a golf stream, which we all know is like pretty speed favoring and you can get away with a lot there. So yep. I, I'm, I'm really not sure. I, I really don't like Life is Good in this spot. Um, I, I kind of think the key, the key horse to this race though is actually number two, Hot Rod Charlie. I don't like Hot Rod Charlie, but if I think if life is good gets left out there alone, I think he's just going to win. Um, right. Even though, even though I don't really like him at this distance, 
But if Hara Charlie goes and he puts some pressure on Life is Good, I like um, Olympiad or Happy Saver to come back and and win. Um, Olympiad on Time From US got a huge figure last time. I got a 137, which is even faster than anything Lifetime that Life is Good has done. Mm-hmm. Um, Olympiad, he doesn't seem like he needs the lead, although it seems like he prefers to be out there in front, you know? So that's kind of my other concern with Olympiad is that, okay, Life is Good goes and Hot or Charlie goes. Well, then Olympiad, he might get burnt out there on speed. Um, so yeah, I mean, in Happy Saver, I kind of get bothered that he hasn't like really won in a while, you know, like his last one was like in an allowance race, but we're in these grade one and grade two fields. Like you're just going to get, you're like, you're not running against, you know, like easy horses. Um, right. I thought the Ali Shiba, I thought his run there was pretty good. And I don't think there's any way he was beating Flightline last time. So I, I think, um, I think probably what I'll end up having on my pick four is going to be Olympiad and Happy Saver. And I'm going to try to beat Life is Good here for the favorite. Um, but at eight to one for Happy Saver, I think that is also just straight up win bet territory for me. I, I have a soft spot in my heart for uh, for Happy Saver. I had a, a $14,000 pick six that paid with Happy Saver singled when he just tore ass up the rail in the, uh, was it the uh, Jockey Club Gold Cup or whatever it was at Belmont. Mm-hmm. Um yep. Yeah, I so I, I'm with you on Olympiad. I, I think that this race shapes up really well for um for Olympiad. I think Olympiad's gonna be sitting in a great spot. Uh, I, I also think you're correct the hot rod Charlie pretty much has to go. Um I will be singling Olympiad in the pick four, but let me tell you who my long shot play I will be win betting here is number three, Zoomer. Just hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, a good friend of mine, a uh, friend of the show, Tim Stedman, Titan of Litigation. Uh, his boss is uh, owner of a horse named Indomage, uh, who was in against Zoomer last race. And I guess he got to talk to Linda Rice before the race, and she was talking about how much, you know, how game this horse was, how how you know ready that horse was to, to run. It was my top pick to win that race. It, it did the damn thing. But now it gets picked up by Mike maker and does one of those like out of the blue, what the fuck is going on? Mike maker class moves where he takes a claiming horse, puts it in a graded stakes race. And next thing you know, it's winning a la like dot matrix. Um, And so I actually, I, I think the pace works out for zoomer. If you look at zoomer, there's, a steady, I mean, a, again, a steady improve. If you look, go from back to March at Aqueduct all the way through the uh, July 17th start at Saratoga, that figures improve each time. Or sorry, Mark Cassie, not not Maker. That shit's on my whole angle, but I'm still going to go with it. I still like Zoomer. Cassie, 20% off the claim, 11% in graded, graded stakes. Gets Joel Rosario up. That would be the most epic Rosarioing. Ever, I think if Zoomer wins this, so I'm gonna I will win bet Zoomer, but I am singling Olympiad in my in my pick four, and then I'm gonna play a little trifecta that's three four with one three four with all because I could see a situation where uh, Hot Rod Charlie and Life is Good really just get out there on the front and and tear each other to pieces, and uh, you know it falls to to another horse uh, to pick up the pieces, maybe Zoomer. Um, God, I'm gonna. I I will be Rick fucking Flair if Zoomer wins this race. 
Um, before before we move on with Zoomer, another friend of ours, Sheldon, he gave out a stat maybe two weeks ago that said the last five years, Mark Cassie, grade stakes, no Lasix, zero for 42, which means he's due, right? He's due. He's due. He's due. <laughs> yeah. It's it's that time. You know, that's that's when the guy who hasn't had a hit, you know, hits like a, a swinging bunt to third base and legs it out. You know, he was just due. It was just his time. Man, I timed recording this podcast perfectly because race one at Saratoga that I'm very heavily invested in is going off right now. All right. We are recording this on Friday. Um, yeah, I, I like the I, I'm with you on Olympiad, though. I, that horse super game whenever he kind of came back to beat Happy Saver on uh, was it Kentucky Oaks Friday uh, uh, in May. Just I mean, I, I think it's going to be tough to beat and everything works out for it. So I'm single and you were uh, what? Olympiad and Happy Saver. Yep, yep, that's what I liked. I I like it too. I'm I'm throwing out Happy Saver against better judgment, just because. Um, I don't know. I think Zoomer is just fun to say. Is probably what it comes down to. So we are halfway through this pick four. We are going to take a quick break here at the uh, Notorious OTB. We are going to get a word in from our sponsors. When I come back, me and Greg, aka Murph, are going to look at the last half of this. Late pick four for Whitney Saturday, and we might even have a bonus race. We'll be right back. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time. Customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the MLB. Plus, WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Ryan, Real Money Kramer will be drafting fantasy football best ball teams for 24 hours straight. Drafting starts on August 9th at noon Pacific. Crew will be raising money for Daryl, a loyal listener who's injured in a motorcycle accident. You can draft with Ryan and a ton of special guests. All the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB. It's mine. I'm going to spell my name one more time. Check it. It's the N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S. You just lay down slow. That's right. I'm going to keep doing it until Valletta Wallace tells me to stop. We are halfway through this pick five. We are moving on. Or sorry, pick four. We are moving on to race 11. It is the Saratoga Derby. Sorry, the Caesars Saratoga Derby Invitational Stakes. Man. It makes me long for the days where Yum Brands, when it was the the Yum Brands Kentucky Derby, when I see when I see Caesars on it. Uh, we are a win bet podcast. Thank you. Um, yeah, this is a mile and three sixteenths on the turf. Uh, it is Grade One, another million dollar purse. It's for three year olds. Uh, you know, Greg Murph brought up another excellent point, uh, which is uh, no Lasix. You have to pay attention to what is happening with Lasix in the, in these races. Um, so. It's a little bit of a turf. I mean, it's a turf marathon. There's, I thought there was a surprising amount of speed in this one. 
And so I, I felt like there was there was one really logical winner here, um, but I, I am going to kind of pat it. Um, what did you come up with in race 11, the Caesars Saratoga Derby Invitational? Yes. Uh, so I had a, I had a pretty tough time, again, with this race. Um, but I think that's primarily because I wasn't really a big fan of the horses that were coming out of the Belmont Derby. Um, I at first I was kind of against classic Causeway, but um, I, I really don't, I still really don't know what to think about him. I, I agree. Right. I think there's a I think there's a lot of speed in here, and that's kind of like my one knock against him. But that the last race at the Belmont for the Belmont Derby, it, it actually was pretty impressive, all things considered. Like it's not like he was alone speed. Like he did get pressed for like half of the race. Like it it wasn't like the Nara special, right? Where it's like they're going like 26 and 52. Like they went pretty honest and like he still went wire to wire. I felt like someone told me that towards the end of the meet, the Belmont turf was playing more like the Gulfstream Park turf where it was more like concrete. So I went back and I looked to see like, okay, on the inner turf, um, what what was the track trend like? And on the inner turf at or out in the final two weeks of the meet, only one horse went wire to wire and that was Classic Causeway. And so I, I really kind of like, I really struggled with not like my gut says to toss him, but it's hard to say I'm going to toss him because the last race really was that good. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what to do with like classic Causeway as far as like the other horses I liked. Um, like if you look at the, the Belmont and Derby, really a lot of the horses, they did kind of stick around there kind of that were up there up close. They kind of stick around, right? Like, Grand Sonata, Nation's Pride, like they were all kind of within two, but there was one horse that really kind of closed from the back and that was number 10 Stone Age. And so I think what I'm going to do here is use the nine classic Causeway, even though my gut says not to, I think I'm still going to use them because that last race really was just so good. And then I'll, I'm going to use Stone Age, the kind of on, on the chart, kind of the only closer from the Belmont Derby since kind of everyone else stuck around. Um, as far as Annapolis is concerned, um, I hard to that, make hard to figure out what to do with Annapolis, e right? Yes. So on on paper, figure wise, he's the fastest. But I'm kind of more of like, okay, well then, who did, like who did you beat? I'm not that kind of person. I think the Penn Mile, like one that race hasn't really come back as anything, but I think it's okay to put a line through that and just mm -hmm. think, okay, maybe Annapolis just doesn't like soft ground, right? Right. So then you're kind of left with the three three races. Two of them are when he was a two-year-old. The last one being um, on Fourth of July, and honestly, those fields are a bunch of nobody horses. Um, no one has really come back to ran um, from that non-graded stakes race uh, last time. The Pilgrim has not come out very good, and there was only four horses anyway. The Maiden race has not come out very good, and so it's kind of like okay, well then, like like you're not facing nobody horses, right? These are graded graded winners you know um right. with you know impeccable like european credentials for some of them yes too. yes and so i i think i think classic causeway and stone age i think are going to be the two that i'm going to use I, i've kind of went back and forth on the number two grant Snada. um the horse is definitely slower i really don't think he had any excuses the past like I, I don't know what happened um at the Churchill Down turf race the Autobahn um 
but I know the Churchill Down course, Turf Force, like, I don't really play Churchill, but I know it was weird, and I know that it's, like, really all messed up right now, so I think I'm okay just saying, okay, just, I'm just going to scratch that race, but I don't know, like, Grant's not a, I really don't know. Like that's another horse. Was like I really don't know what to do with. I like I said I really didn't love anyone out of the Belmont Derby, and I, I wanted to find someone new. But all the horses that are new, I'm like I'm not, I'm not really interested in, you know. Um, and then you know I, I also kind of look at Emmanuel because I I do think the horse probably will do better on turf, but I if I'm going to take a horse that always wants to be in, on the lead, I'm going to take Classic Causeway instead of Emmanuel, you know. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I think really tough race. You could probably talk me onto a lot of these horses here with the exception of Ethereal Road. Um, even even Stolen Base. Um, I thought you could make a good argument to say this horse is going to sneak into the tribe because the the last race, I, I, I think the horse is a lot better than the last race, even though speed figure wise, the horse is, is really slow. Yeah, this is a, you, you, I mean, I think you bring up an excellent point with with so many, you know, with so much speed and also with so many closers in this, this is a, I mean, a, a dinker surprise race where any horse could dink into third place into like a, a trifecta or anything. And I'll tell you what, uh, I, I think, I think we agree on something. I think we, uh, we both like uh, Stone Age quite a bit. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Stone, Stone Age actually was my, my top pick um, for the unfuckwithable Aiden O'Brien. Uh, he gets Johnny V up. He doesn't have Ryan Moore for this one, but I mean, uh, the man's not a Hall of Famer for no reason. Uh, I think it's because he looks like an eagle, like head on. Personally, um, I, I like Stone Age quite a bit. And I'll give you this was my concern with Annapolis, and it actually had more to do with the pace setup, which was there was so much early pace. You know, I do my own uh, bootleg time form uh, pace projections. Uh, mine go from right to left instead of left to right uh, because it's got kind of that like uh vanilla ice level of uh plausible deniability now this one goes dun, 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 dun. it's not the same it's not the same um <laughs> i thought that annapolis while getting a good pocket trip could quite very easily get sucked into that that early pace a little bit and really just end up being a victim uh of that pace so i'm going to win bet stone age i will pay play a trifecta with annapolis and stone age on top and then i was uh, six ten. So that's Annapolis and Stone Age. Uh, with uh six, uh eight ten. Uh, Side Dog, Annapolis and Stone Age. And then I was four six seven eight nine ten in the third leg. Cause like I said, it, it, this this race has uh epic dinker uh potential all over it. Uh, when I use this horizontally, I'm not gonna single Stone Age though. I'm gonna use Side Dog. I'm gonna double down and uh, go too deep with a uh, Side Dog. I don't know. I I like this horse. Uh, I, I was heavy on that horse uh, whenever it ran Kentucky Derby weekend. Uh, didn't quite run up to expectations. It was a little bit of a weird turf course. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe second off uh, this horse will will fire. Uh, it looks like when it was, you know, uh, it has a history of taking like a big step forward uh, in speed figure wise, uh, second off of a layoff or second start. So uh, that that's why the side dog um man it's it's an interesting race uh it, it also feels like like a like a prelude to uh american turf horses just getting donkey smashed uh in in the breeders cup later this year at, at keeneland um so 
we all, we both agree on Stone Age. You were Stone Age and uh, Annapolis, is that right? Uh, Stone Age and Classic Causeway. Classic and Causeway. And may, maybe maybe a little bit of Grant Sonata. I don't know. It's probably going to be a race day decision. And uh, I, and you mentioned Side Dog. I also did like Side Dog. I mean, I had I have Side Dog up there as as on my list of contenders. So, listen, I'm going to tell you, betting on a horse that shares the name with a Hyundai, never a winning angle. Ladies and gentlemen, Simple Minds. That was that was in reference to me in my in my Hyundai reference, not to Greg. Greg is a very smart man. Uh, I often will ping Greg on Discord for medical advice, and he will tell me, "I'm not a doctor. Go see a doctor." See, he is a very <laughs> smart man. All right, this is it—the money leg, race twelve, mile and a sixteenth on the inner turf, and in straight up New York fashion, we've got a New York bred eighty-eight thousand dollar main special weight to end the pick four. It's the Money leg. This is where we. This is where we get paid. Time to get paid. Blow up like the world trade. This. Uh. I. I have one very specific angle that I'm using for my for my top pick here, but I'm very spread out here. So. Uh. I have a feeling, through us talking about who we like in this one, we might cover every single horse in the race. So I'll let you get. You cover the first half. I'll get the second half. Go for it. All right. So. Um. I ended up on uh, on four different horses here. The horse that I kind of thought was the most interesting was uh, the number six excursion excursion niste. I think is how you say it. But um, so, I mean the the running lines every single race. I kind of look at it and go like, what the hell is this? Um, but on time form, the horse is the fastest of the field. He last time he got a one hundred four. Um, I don't know, like. I really don't know like what the hell they're doing with this horse because like first they're pressing the pace next they're like 10 lengths back so but figure wise the horse has pretty much improved um in, in its last three and on time form it went 89 92 104 and so um rides we all kind of know castellano is the highest roi jock uh of the meet so far so Horse is 51 on the morning line. Like maybe the ROI is going to go up even more. So I'm going to have him as my uh, my top choice. The next horse who I liked is the uh, number one, Burt, Burt, Burt. Um, lightly raced. Um, got a 94 last time on time form. Hopefully the horse can get a step up from there. Not, not a ton of turf breeding though, which is why I'm kind of like, probably second choice. And then uh, third pick I had was the Chad Brown, number seven, walk him down. Again, not a ton of turf breeding. There is some on the bottom with more than ready, but um, my quest not really a, a turf sire. Um, and then also Chad doesn't use like what I think is like one of his go-to jocks, right? So like no Ortiz, no Franco, it's Tyler Gaffalone. Yeah, so Gaff. Frosty yeah, so, Tips Gaff, man. Yeah, so I don't know. And then uh, the next one, the next horse who, um, who I had was the number two, Your Mission. I mean, the, I think the horse could step up uh, for sure. Like, and horse did did get a pretty fast time from last time, ninety six. So kind of on there. But I think at five to two, like if you're if, if you're going to ask me who would I rather pick, the five to two or the fifteen to one or the ten to one, and they all have kind of similar figures. I'm going to pick the fifteen to one and the ten to one. I mean, that right. I could probably make the two my third choice, but um, that's kind of how that's kind of how I saw it with these was was those four. I went to a tried and true Caleb Knight angle here. I went with the Chad Furster because it's the only horse that I cannot definitively say sucks as opposed 
to to the rest of this field. It's the only one that I don't know for sure sucks. This is a terrible field. Um, I I was really spread out. I I, I used the I used uh, the two or or sorry, it's the three now. Uh, Curlin's wisdom uh, because you do have a coupled entry here, so uh, you have the two breaking from the rail. So the three breaking from the two hole for Linda Rice. Curlin's wisdom. Uh, I mean, it had one good race where it looked like it showed early speed back at Aqueduct in November. Um, I used Action Jackson because, I mean, how could you not? Um, just based off the name. Also, I mean, I like George Abreu. I feel like he's underrated as a turf jock. I mean, he was a Chad Brown assistant. He still gets some good clear of the courses too, uh, you know. So uh, I, I, I would trust him uh, to, to, you know, get a horse up in this one. Uh, so I mentioned the seven, walk them down. And then I also use the eight uh, dream point, which typically I would throw this horse off my ticket because you have 10 chances to win a race. And if you don't, I'm fucking done with you. <laughs> You're dead to me. It's time for you to take kids around an Oak tree at their birthday party. At that point, this horse hasn't won in 17 tries. There's some that I'll keep trying with. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll throw them on the ticket just in case. And then Blondie for James Bond, uh, with, uh, Louis size up. It seems like if, if it's going to be won by a horse that dares the others to pass it in the stretch, then I want Louis Saez up, uh, for, for that. So, I mean, the speed figures are respectable. Uh, looks like it might have trouble handling the mile in a 16th, but who knows, maybe we get like a AstroTurf turf course and, and speed just carries. So, that was it. And also, I guess I threw in the, the second half of the coupled entry. If it does draw in, if it doesn't draw in, I'll drop it off my ticket for uh, Kelly Breen uh, or Agano. Um, I have a feeling this one probably scratches out unless it's there with Gomez as a, you know, set up to try to get another horse to close late. It's just there to anta- antagonize. We'll, we'll see. I don't, I'm not sure if you really see that. Cause I think you have different trainers on the, uh, on the one and one a, but mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I ended up one, three, seven, eight, nine there went wide. I don't mind going wide to finish out a ticket. So let me go ahead. I'm going to recap my entire ticket for everyone. It's the two, three, five, seven in the first leg. Cause I'm trying to beat Matt Araya. Um, then I'm singling the four Olympiad in the next race. Then I was six, eight, 10 Annapolis side dog stone age. And then I finished with one, three, seven, eight, nine at a 50 cent base that is a 30 dollar ticket which is still a little bit wider than i typically go but i'm trying i'm trying to win for you guys i don't know what to say i'm trying you know i'm trying i'm trying to be that guy <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> you want to recap your ticket for me murph slash sure. greg yeah uh so dr Callowag. In the test, I'm going to try to single Matarayat and then uh, the Whitney. Uh, I'm going to use Whitney. Uh, the Olympiad and Happy Saver. Uh, the Saratoga Derby, I'm going to do Classic Causewing Stone Age. And then in the last race, I'm going to go a little bit wider and uh, use the two of your mission, six Excursion Niste, the seven Walk em Down, and the one Burt Burt Burt. I have no idea what that ticket comes out to, but it's one, one by two by two by four. So two times two, four, four times two, eight times four, 32, 16. Is that right? Sounds good to me. Yes. Arkansas <laughs> public schools have not failed me too much. Um, I just, 
Guys, I crushed the first race Friday at Saratoga. I had to drop a red board into the old uh, Discord chat uh, from a pod recording, just out of the ether, drop my red board in there for everybody. All right, on to, on to the bonus race. Um, for this one, Greg, I, I need you to step into the imagination balloon, and we are going to fly across the United States to Del Mar, because we're talking about the Clement Hirsch. And as is tradition, we have to sing the imagination song. Imagination! imagination all right we're there yes we're throwing in a bonus race we're on both coasts we're looking at the mile and a 16th clement hirsch it's a grade one four hundred thousand dollars for phillies and mares three-year-old and up it's race nine at delmar on saturday post time is at nine eastern good god that's late um man i thought this this race was super tough it's a short field um i have personal um grudges with trainers in this that i don't bet so it probably made it a little bit harder than it needed to be what'd you think of the clement hirsch so um unfortunately for the clement hirsch i only saw it one way and that was with she dares the devil um if you look at what they did what they did with her last year she is more or less running this the same exact campaign um she didn't do the ogden fifth she they did the florida leads instead but I mean, it's more or less kind of what they've done. I did beat her in the uh, the Latroine because if you if you look historically, that was like from last year, that was her lowest uh, time form. And then after that, she just kind of kept climbing from there. Um, I, I didn't really have any interest in any of these other horses. Um, the only one who... I thought I might be interested in using is the number seven blue stripe, but I mean, the connections aren't really, aren't really that nice. The horse is a half to uh, breeders cup uh, winner blue price who won that like in stats and what was that like three years ago or two years ago at this point. Yep. So um, I mean, the, the horse has some nice breeding, but figure wise, the horse is slow, like maybe as an exacta, maybe that would be the play is she does a double blue stripe for me. But otherwise, I didn't really have any interest in, in any of these other horses. You know, it's it's weird. It's like she dares the devil runs worse on Lasix. Um, so this is this is why I was against she dares the devil. And it just this looks like such a huge pattern to me. I'd kind of like to look at the thoroughgraphs and see how those thoroughgraph figs look with like every third race because it looks like every third race the horse throws like a well and i look i use briz a, a triple digit briz figure and then it falls off for two and then it throws a triple digit briz figure and then it falls off for two well if it's going by that pattern it just threw its triple digit briz figure in the florida lee so is it due for a step back um the horse had probably its worst performance in the BC Distaff, but at the same time, you can draw a line through every race at the B at the Breeders' Cup last year. They were all just wonky as shit. I, I really, I wish I had a more graceful way to say that, but they're just super fucking wonky. Um, so I'm going against, I, it was another situation where, you know, I, I do do my pace projections. I, I did one for this and it felt like, it felt like blue stripe just gets the perfect trip here off the rail stocking has early pace to run into. It's going to have to run down the Brad Cox and, you know, private mission for that silver haired fuck Bob Baffert and Juan Hernandez, which is a, a tall order, um, which I thought, 
I thought that this horse might actually get the kind of like that rail rate and then just that classic like Bob rebreak up the rail uh, to, up to win this, uh, which is probably how it finishes. I mean, the horse is one grade one, grade two races, but in Argentina, at the same time, we've seen other winners come out of Argentina. You mentioned Blue Prize. Um, hell, Latruska came out of Mexico. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to take the shot with Blue Stripe. I, I'll bet Blue Stripe just straight up to win because I have a feeling, I didn't look at the morning line odds, I have a feeling that all the money is going to go to She Dares the Devil in private mission. Uh, I, I don't see a world where Blue Stripe is less than 10 to 1. What do you think, price-wise? What do you think Blue Stripe gets? Um, I, I, I do think Blue Stripes does odds. I think they do go up. I think you probably will get somewhere in that 7 to 1 to 10 to 1 range. Because like you said, like she does doubles 8 to 5, but she's not going to go. I think she'll probably be like 4 to 5. You know, I, I do agree that she's going to take all the money. I, I do think Private Mission will be next. Probably is going to be somewhere around the two to one by the two range. But after that, I mean, it's kind of up to the betters on who they want to make the third choice, right? Because Blue Stripe is four to one, Desert Bond's five to one, and Sue is five to one. So I didn't really have any interest in, in those latter two, but I, I could see where Blue Stripe, uh, their odds end up going up to like seven to one to 10 to one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at, at that point, it's worth it. Um, I'm, I'm betting with uh, not only my, oh, we'll say my head, but mostly betting with my uh, just grudge my grudge against uh bob baffert um which sometimes has won me money um but a lot of times just has not is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them. Damn it. That is it. That is it. We, we gave you a pick four. We gave you bonus races. We're going to take a quick break. Get one last word in from our sponsors of the notorious OTB brought to you by the sports gambling podcast network. And then come back for a little chit chat with Greg. We'll be right back. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually vis invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. I'm talking your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com SGP. Do you ever get tired going from site to site, from book to book, chasing down the best odds or chasing down the best promos well you can stop doing that why because of odds trader 
Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also comp- compare the different sign up codes and promotions from sportsbook to sportsbook to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Listen, they got all sorts of cool features. You got handicapping, play by play updates, live score, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, all the information you could possibly need. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, it's the number one site for all your game day bets. Welcome back to the Notorious OT. It's a good thing I don't check my mail because those cease and desists are probably in the mailbox. Uh, man, Greg, thanks for coming on. Uh, you're you're most definitely welcome back anytime. Welcome to friend of the pod status. It is a pyramid scheme. Um, I will tell you that right away. You got big plans for the weekend? Uh, no big plans other than to keep my cold streak going and to continue losing money. That's pretty much it. And yeah, you know, it's uh, it's nice to have. It's nice to be a part of the wolf pack. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I of course am the alpha, um, but yeah, great, great to have you, you know, on, underneath me here. Uh, well, that sounded weird. I, uh, well, I, there uh, goes Chester the molester again. My, my bad. My yeah, bad. I, I, I don't mind. I, I love being under you. Yeah, man. All right. Next time I make it out to the West Coast, me and Greg are getting together for, uh, I don't know, beers and anime. Probably that sounds that sounds like a. That <laughs> sounds like a good day for both of us. You know. Yeah. We'll, yeah. All right, well, that is it for us here on the Notorious OTB. As always, we appreciate you listening. We'll catch you next week with even more Saratoga and Delmar. <laughs>